By losing just 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ilikehowilook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and the best part is that it burns fat like a blowtorch. I introduced this to some of my friends a few months ago. Within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pants sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com and maybe soon you'll be saying, I like how I look. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. Yes, it is I, Chuck Morse, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon Eastern Standard Time. Here at the USA Network, you're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391. 844-439-1391. Of course, I'd like to welcome aboard the author of the soon-to-be-released upcoming book, Crimes of the Educators, that being my good friend, Dr. Samuel L. Blumenfeld. Sam, how are you? Fine, fine. Uh, have you received a copy of the book yet? I, I certainly have, and I am reading it. It is fantastic. You know, good, Sam, this good. book really is a distillation of all of your previous books, all of the research you've done, all of the wisdom you've gathered is uh, nicely laid out and compact in a compact and easy-to-read form. I mean, this book is going to blow the lid off of the entire rotten educrat establishment in a way that nothing else ever has. I can hardly wait till it's released. I'm looking forward to writing a little blurb for it. And uh, I really want to thank you and congratulate you for doing it. Well, thank you very much. I'm delighted to hear that. And you're absolutely right. It, it sums up everything that I've been doing and writing for the last 40 years on this subject. You know, all of a sudden it all came together, and I could see the, uh, the, the complete picture. I wasn't able to see that before because, you know, we were dealing with each aspect of the education crisis uh, each aspect separately, but uh, finally it all came together, and I was able to see the the big picture of how the progressives have um, have used uh, the public education system as the means of promoting their agenda to change America from a constitutional republic to, as I say, a socialist fantasy. Because they really have no idea what they really want. You know, all they do is that they well, definitely don't want a constitutional republic. We know what they don't want. But uh, when John Dewey decided to embark on this conspiracy, he was basing his idea of uh, 
communism and socialism on the novel written by Edward Bellamy in 1888, Looking Backward, which is a fantasy. It's a fantasy of America becoming a communist, socialist society in the year 2000. And, you know, that book has been read by thousands of, of college students. It's, uh, you know, I often meet people. For example, my nephew told me that he had to read that in college, and he went to Rutgers. So I, I'm, wow. I'm just wondering how many millions of college students have read that, that particular book. And as a matter of fact, in the 1930s, when um, the editor of, uh, of uh, The Atlantic and John Dewey were asked to name the most influential books in America, in the 20th century, guess which one came out on top? Das Kapital sure. by, uh, by Karl Marx oh came out on top, and Edward Bellamy was second, you see. So they've been yeah, riding this horse. Find... You know, they've been riding yeah, this sure. horse for 100 years, and uh, look what we've got today. I mean, we have a, a royal mess, and... And millions of damaged individuals, millions of impaired brains, millions of functional illiterates. I mean, it's impossible to even, uh, uh, you know, to figure out the cost of all of this in terms of of human loss, uh, the, the, uh, and uh, yeah. the loss of Destroyed human Destroyed lives, damaged exactly. lives, exactly. broken lives. Yeah. You know, a broken spirit. I mean, it's a. It's basically been a, an attempt to, for bizarre reasons that probably they're not even conscious of, slow down, retard, impair, break the ability of the sovereign American citizen to advance and thus advance human society. You know, it's a. It's an attempt to create uh, less. You know, we think education is supposed to create a better person, which is conventional thinking, and which right. is what it should be. But it's actually put in place by these educrats, starting with John Dewey and Edward and uh, Francis Bellamy, Edward Bellamy's cousin, to uh, to really create uh, a lesser person so that they can fit into this collective, so they could be more amicable to uh, to top down control. You know, Edward Bellamy's cousin, Francis Bellamy. Sam, maybe you may know something about this. He was he started the whole nationalist club movement of the late 19th century um, where young people, you know, first of all, I mean, it, it was a pledge allegiance to the flag, which was very different when it started, right. which was more of a, um, a hyper-nationalist pledge. I mean, it's turned into a good thing. It's yeah. turned into a patriotic act, which is why the left is against it today. But originally it was this hyper-nationalist attempt to swear loyalty to the national state, it was modeled on the Prussian model. And um, I've seen pictures on the Internet, and I don't know if I cannot confirm whether they're authentic or whether it's some kind of a hoax, but they show young boys and girls in elementary school pledging to the flag under Edward Bell and Francis Bellamy's Nationalist Clubs and, and giving what we now consider to be the Nazi salute. And um, that this was an American classroom. Is that true, Sam? Do you know anything about that? Uh, I don't know anything about that. But as you know, the, the swastika, for example, 
is a um, a design that you find in India, and even I think among American Indians. I mean, it's uh, that's right. You see, and uh, you, you you do, but the Nazis did something special to it. What they did was they twisted it. Right. And they made it like at an at an angle. I mean, when you see it in in Tibet, I mean, it's just a straight insignia. Right. But, but Sam, the point I'm making here is that uh, the Bellamy's, both cousins, were part of this quote so-called progressive movement, along yeah. with John Dewey, to to create this uh, hyper nationalist state. You know, the hyper the nanny state. You know, conservatives are often accused by the left of supporting like the nationalism. And, and that's a, one of these big lies. That's a complete falsehood. We are nationalists in that we support, a, we, we love our country, but we support limited government. You know, I think it was uh, none other than Mark Twain who had a good quote on this, and I can't quote it, but he said, you know, I, you know, love your country, but, but don't trust your government. Right. You know, I mean, uh, you know, he had a lot of things to say about that, and he was probably responding to the Edward Bellamy's of his own day in that, well, you know, the conservative, we love America, but we, you know, we love America because it's limited government, because it recognizes the sovereignty of the people, sovereignty of God, and that the, God gives us limited sovereignty. We don't love government. We don't love, you know, that's, you know, so so they're kind of doing what Sidney well, Freud we, we calls we don't, projecting. We don't love the state. You see, uh, many of these people, including Dewey, were greatly influenced by uh, Hegel. And Hegel, of course, uh, sure. saw the state as God on earth. In other words, the, the state represented, uh, you know, uh, transcendental power. And that's where we get this whole business of statism. It comes from Germany. It comes from he Hegelianism. And Hegel had quite an influence on American educators, for example, William Tory Harris was a uh, Hegelian, and uh, uh, and uh, uh, Dewey went through a Hegelian period. But of course, Hegel believed in in um, a the di not dialectical materialism, but dialectical spiritualism, and of course, uh, Marx and and finally Dewey became atheists and uh, went for dialectical materialism, uh, which... Uh, right, I mean, they talked about, like, the left Hegelians and the right Hegelians. Right, And exactly. uh, And Marx, obviously, was uh, was one of the major left Hegelians in that, uh, you know, they viewed uh, the, the idea of societal advancement as going through stages as a result of taking opposite ideas and smashing them together to create That's a right. new idea, the, the thesis, the antithesis, exactly. and then you have a new synthesis. Exactly. And, of course, they also derived that principle from Darwin, too, because he had a biological determin uh, you know, synthesis, I mean, a, right. uh, a biological dialectic in that you'd have you know, species wiping out the inferior members of the species, yeah. mating with the superior members to outpop a new species. Well, natural selection, that was his... Uh Term right. that he used. Very interesting. Speaking of uh, of uh, evolution, I um, I wrote an article for the New American on this particular professor. Is uh, he's a, an evolutionary biologist, and he says that every semester with his new class, 
he gives them a little lecture on how irreconcilable uh, science is with religion. And oh, I wrote an article on that and showed that, that, that you couldn't have science without religion, you know, in fact. Of course, that, you need science to... biology of yeah, all ridiculous. subjects shows more proof of creation of uh, of intelligent creation and any other aspect uh, scientific uh, field and that article has created 54 comments <laughs> wow can I you mean, said that to me sam i i would I, not only would i like i'd like to have that professor on this show maybe we could do it together yeah you ought to have you know, him. his name is bakash yeah i will send me Send me the information. I'll see if I can set it up. I, don't, I can't guarantee he'll come on, but but we can try. Yeah. And, and we'll have a good good on on air debate of, over his uh, his thesis there. Yeah, that's I mean, really you very know, interesting. Uh, and he makes a ridiculous statement that that randomness can create non-randomness. I mean, you know, that's, that's so preposterous. One. The idea that accident can create something uh, that's. Uh, uh, permanent. Uh, it, it can't possibly. <laughs> it's it's kind of like you know, it, it, it's very Orwellian, isn't it? You know, what is good is bad. What is bad is good. You know, it's almost satanic. I mean, isn't that what the what the satanic mass is? They yeah. take out all of the images and the ritual of the of the Catholic mass, and they reverse it. They put it on its head. That's the very essence. I mean, that's symbolic of what is essentially a satanic worldview. Yeah. Which is that what what is good becomes evil, and what is evil becomes good. But the, the Sam, I want to just talk a little bit. I'd like to talk a little bit about the upcoming election. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, this is a the peaceful revolution that happens every two years. Um, I I am the optimistic that Republicans are going to take back the U.S. Senate, that they're going to increase their margin in the House. I'm optimistic that here in Massachusetts. Uh, Charlie Baker will be the governor, and he's a Republican. And that apparently is making buzzing around the country that he might win and that he was actually endorsed by the Boston Globe. And I'm optimistic that Scott Brown is going to win in New Hampshire. But uh, but my optimism is tempered by an understanding that um, the left has the power of voter fraud. They've got the power of the you know the, the establishment behind them that can make things reverse very quickly. So I'd like your thoughts on that. We're going to take a brief break. We'll be right back. Sam Blumenfeld's my guest. Look, kid, when guys like us walk into a facility in the morning, we can smell a problem. No one needs to hand us a work order. We already know it. Today, for instance, we need a new gearbox, six globe valves, and a dozen ballasts. And when I smell a problem, Granger smells that I smell a problem. They help me keep this place up and running. Now that's the kind of smell I like. The sweet smell of success. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Are you tired of having more month left over at the end of the money? Then you might want to consider a home-based business. On average, a home business household earns nearly twice as much money, and you don't have to fight traffic. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby with the three-step plan home business system. Building a home business could help you get out of debt, improve your lifestyle, why, you might even be able to save some money for a change. 
For information, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. There are thousands of people all over the nation using the 3-step plan to make money from home. Some are working for just a few extra dollars each month so they don't have to worry about money all the time. Others are building huge businesses that earn thousands upon thousands of dollars and are getting their share of the American dream. To find out how you could make more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. That's 800-480-2102. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. When our daughter Emma was born, we took a look at our credit card debt. It was not a good situation. We had been running up balances for quite some time, and it became a crisis. Finally, my wife Vicki said, call Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-793-8752 to talk to a certified counselor. We called them, they contacted all of our creditors, they stopped the collections calls, they got the interest reduced, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your bills, stop collections calls, wipe out late fees, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. We are now completely debt-free, and we will never be in the spot we were again thanks to trinity if your debt has you down call trinity at 1-800-793-8752 my name is john i'm vicky and i'm emma and, and we're, we're debt free for keeps that's 1-800-793-8752 it's the hard truth in today's world negative experiences quickly find a way to go online one disgruntled customer a bad employee or broken personal relationship can easily post an ill-advised photo tweet rumor story bad review and there it is right on page one when you search your name or business online in the past you had no way to fight back well now you can grab a pen and take down this phone number or store it in your cell phone but call 1-866-345-5673 that's 1-866-345-5673 when you call you'll get free info free info that will show you how a reputation management company can easily build positive online content for you and legally bury negative information this is not something you can do on your own don't lose any more business or miss out on another personal or business opportunity because of what is wrongfully being said about you online take control of your internet search results call 1-866-345-5673 that's 1-866-345-5673 hurry don't delay call 1-866-345-5673 now Hi, I'm Joan London, and if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. With one phone call, you'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. It's a free service, so call now. 800-379-2206. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse Morse speaks. Sam Blumenfeld's my guest, author of the upcoming book, Crimes of the Educators. Sam, the election, as mentioned, is less than a week away. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm very fearful that the left is going to pull out some kind of a trick at the last minute. They've got voter fraud on their side. We saw the Washington Post, which is not some liberal uh, conservative paper, mention that upwards of 15% of the vote in 2008, 2010, was cast by illegal aliens who had, who had falsely registered to vote, which is a crime. 
We know that uh, there are machines that have not been, quote, calibrated properly that have been found in um, in Chicago and apparently Philadelphia now that vote Democrat no matter how you vote. You had this guy go into one of those machines in Chicago who himself was a candidate for state Senate as a Republican, and he tried to vote for himself and couldn't because the machine kept going to his opponent. Right. And other other sort of tricks like that. Uh, we have uh, James O'Keefe just did an excellent expose showing voter fraud in in Colorado. You've got uh, hund- hundreds of thousands of ballots being mailed to people in Colorado. They don't go to polls anymore. They're doing it all by mail. That's a that's a recipe for for fraud. Yes, of I mean, course. You know who knows who you know, who it's going to. So I'm a, that's what I'm mainly afraid of. I, and I think that if it was if we had an honest vote which respected the principle of one man one vote. The Republicans would win overwhelmingly, but well, yes, I'm afraid uh, that they're going to pull yeah. a, a pull a trick. What say you? You know, well, uh, I thought that Romney would win in the in the uh, last presidential yeah, election, and he probably did win. Yes, but um, but I also know that um, Obama is a uh, professional uh, community organizer. That is a person uh, conceived by. Uh, you know, Salolinsky, to round up the poor, to get them out of their houses and get them to the polls to vote for your candidate. And these are people who generally would not uh, vote at all because they're not politically motivated. You know, the, the this vast um, uh, black underclass. And uh, he was able to get them to the polls by bribing them. Obama gave them cell phones and God knows what other kind of gifts. They probably even paid some of these people to to vote. So we're dealing with that. And, of course, they're still using those tactics wherever they, they can. And uh, it's a little more difficult for them on, on the local scene to do that. Uh, but I think that if, if Republicans were aware of the shenanigans that are taking place, uh, they would be more inclined to get out there and vote rather than to take things for granted and saying, oh, well, he's so many points ahead, I don't have to bother to go to the polls. Um, well, you know, you know, it's going to take extra votes to make an honest election, Sam. And, yeah. and you talked about 2012. Well, I mean, well, we recall that the swing states. But, well, they say that several yeah. million Republicans did not vote. In the uh, in the presidential yeah. election, and, and some and some of them, some of these knuckleheads that I've even had on this program, they won't vote for the Republican because they think, oh, they're not pure enough, they're not ideologic, they, they disagree with them on too many issues. So what they're going to do is stay home and elect the Democrats. And for my for my things, my thoughts is that that's just downright unpatriotic. I mean, you know, I mean, I I had. Uh, I mean, I've heard people say, well, we want to see really bad people come in because in the long run it's going to help us later. That's, that's awful. That's such a cynical view. I mean, you don't, you don't let evil come in because you will get, you know, goodness later. You fight evil. Exactly. Every election is an election in and of itself. You don't do this kind of strategy. You vote for the lesser of the two evils because you want less evil. Exactly. Do you want less evil? The question is, less evil or more evil? Which yeah. do you vote for? You know, I mean, this idea, these purists, 
And with all due respect, I include in that the John Birch Society, which uh, I've been told uh, they sat out the election of 2012 because they didn't like Mitt Romney. Great. So thank you very much. They elected Barack Obama. Exactly. You know, I mean, they shouldn't even – they have no right to even criticize Obama because by not voting, they helped put him in office. I don't understand that kind of – you know, this kind of like uh, – you know, it's it's not dealing with reality. It's, you know, it's we have spiteful. an election. It, we have a choice. It's spiteful. That's what it is. It's childish and spiteful. You know, if you don't do and it Sam, my I'm, way. And, that's, and this, yeah, apparently this is what's going on in New Hampshire. Uh, there, there was a poll done which shows that Scott Brown and, uh, and Gene Shaheen are running neck and neck, but that the challenger of Scott Brown, that being Bob Smith, who's a pretty good guy in my opinion, but nevertheless, some of his followers are just refusing to vote for Scott Brown. They're not, they're not going to vote. So thank you very much, Gene Shaheen. Anyway, we'll be right back. today's world, negative experiences quickly find a way to go online. One disgruntled customer, a bad employee, or broken personal relationship can easily post an ill-advised photo, tweet, rumor, story, bad review, and there it is right on page one when you search your name or business online. In the past, you had no way to fight back. Well, now you can. Grab a pen and take down this phone number or store it in your cell phone, but call 1-866-345-5673. That's 1-866-345-5673. When you call, you'll get free info. Free info that will show you how a reputation management company can easily build positive online content for you and legally bury negative information. This is not something you can do on your own. Don't lose any more business or miss out on another personal or business opportunity because of what is wrongfully being said about you online. Take control of your internet search results. Call 1-866-345-5673. That's 1-866-345-5673. Hurry, don't delay. Call 1-866-345-5673 now. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-970-6156, 24 hours and leave your information, I'll send you the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclosure Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-970-6156. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-970-6156 now. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. Uh, so, Sam, we're talking about the election. You know, we might recall that in, two th- in um, 2012, I believe you and I did a program the Wednesday before that election. And we were optimistic that Mitt Romney was going to win. In fact, right. we're almost celebrating, right? And then, of yeah. course, we did a show the, the following Wednesday. I was listening back to some of these programs, which are archived on, on Podomatic and iTunes. And uh, it was just devastating. I mean, I'm still not. I still haven't gotten over it. 
And uh, if you think voter fraud didn't play a role, we might recall, because I was listening back to it, that uh, the swing states, the so-called swing states in that election were Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, Missouri, and Michigan. Those right. were, were all the effort was being placed, especially Ohio. And there were, in those in the big cities in those states, Philadelphia, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Detroit, St. Louis, you had districts and you had precincts where Obama had gotten 98% of the vote, 99%. There were a couple where he even got 105%. Yeah, yeah and, I remember uh, that. <laughs> that's not... Yeah, I mean, that's not possible. You know, that Rush Limbaugh had it right the next day when he said that Saddam Hussein didn't get that many votes. Right. I mean, it just doesn't happen. And, and what happens there is that at the end of the day, when they shut the doors at the end of the voting period, the corrupt clerks will go through all of the people that had not shown up to vote, and they fill out those ballots. Um, they, there's all kinds of vote, you know, you know, ballot stuffing maneuvers that go on. I mean, Chris Matthews, who is to the left of Stalin, he talked about this growing up in Philadelphia, how this used to be done in his precinct. And you have a bunch of corrupt district attorneys and corrupt local judges who don't hear any opposition to it. You have a machine that runs these areas, a Democrat machine, where you've had people, you know, you, the Democrat Party has been in power in these areas for probably the better part of a, a century, and that's why they're so rotten, especially Detroit. I yeah. Mean, uh, you well, know, you why know, people even, don't even, is, Right. Even in a state like New Hampshire, you have all kinds of shenanigans. For example, in New Hampshire, students, out-of-state students, are able to vote. You know, right. so you get all of and these they little students from the schools in New Hampshire who have nothing to do with New Hampshire. They're just getting an education there, and they vote Democratic. You know, and, and not only that, but they a, vote a, twice. A, yeah, they sent, then they send home a, an absentee ballot for their home state. Also, yeah, I mean that's yeah. a big issue. I, I remember bringing this up in 2012 to my liberal co-host and his liberal, liberal guests, and they went berserk. That I would even suggest such a thing, yeah. Um, you know, but but that's exactly what happens. But the most ugly and the most insidious part of the entire agenda of trying of states trying to clean up the the voter rolls, and and you know get rid of people who had moved out of state or died, and simply make them more accurate, and also things like a free voter ID, is that you've got this phony baloney group called the William Brennan Institute, which was financed entirely by George Soros. It's a turf group. It's a front. Come up with these these really incendiary and false reports saying that attempts by states to implement reasonable voter ID laws to protect the sanctity of the vote, that this is secretly something against African-American men and women, that mm -hmm. they're trying to, you know, I mean, the other day, this, this black preacher who's very much part of that, said that they're secretly trying to bring back the poll tax and, and, and this kind of nonsense. You know, first of all, I mean, besides the fact that this is a big lie, uh, the idea of protecting the vote and protecting the sanctity of one man, one vote, that's something that black people have fought for since the Civil War. That's I right. I mean, that's, that's one of the right. basic reasons why, you know, blacks, black people got out of slavery and got out of Jim Crow and 
discrimination so that they could have their vote counted, not diluted by fraud. We'll be right back. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show, Chuck Moore Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Moore Speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the, the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the On Demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. In today's world, negative experiences quickly find a way to go online. One disgruntled customer, a bad employee, or broken personal relationship can easily post an ill-advised photo, tweet, rumor, story, bad review, and there it is right on page one when you search your name or business online. In the past, you had no way to fight back. Well, now you can. Grab a pen and take down this phone number or store it in your cell phone, but call 1-866-345-5673. That's 1-866-345-5673. When you call, you'll get free info. Free info that will show you how a reputation management company can easily build positive online content for you and legally bury negative information. This is not something you can do on your own. Don't lose any more business or miss out on another personal or business opportunity because of what is wrongfully being said about you online. Take control of your internet search results. Call 1-866-345-5673. That's 1-866-345-5673. Hurry, don't delay. Call 1-866-345-5673 now. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, Sam Blumenfeld's my guest. So, Sam, that's what I'm worried about next Tuesday. I'm not worried about the... Um, I think that if we had honesty, if we had one man, one vote, if we had every vote counted by and cast by the citizen, which is a, it's, it's almost a sacred right, it is a sacred right, in our secular society. Uh, there's nothing that could be more close to a religious experience you know, by a free people than the right to vote. Well, people I have, have fought you know, and died for this right. Uh, I, you know, I, then the Republicans would win. 
Yes, I agree with you, but as I say, I'm, I'm as cautiously optimistic as you are because I know the, uh, the, t- the total dishonesty of the Democrats. The Democrats are so corrupt, so evil, that they will do anything to maintain their power. And uh, it, it's nothing to them to, um, uh, to finagle around with the, uh, with the votes. I mean, you know, when, when one of their um, precincts has 105% for Obama, you know <laughs> that it's corrupt. And God knows how many places in the United States where you have that. We only hope that there are enough uh, areas in the country that are on, that are honest enough uh, to bring us over the top this time. I mean, as you say, well, you know, they, it's going to take the Democrats concentrate on certain states where they know corruption is easier to, um, uh, you know, to, yeah, certain precincts. Yeah, and, That's and, right. and the and thing they, is, and they you, do it. They'll do it only. If, go ahead. But then you also have to realize how dumbed down the American public is. You know, all you have to, you, you know, Jay Leno pointed that out many times on his show by showing how ignorant Americans are in this country. Uh, and, of course, it's the, because of the schools that people have been so thoroughly dumbed down in this country. <clears throat> so you've got to take that into consideration also, is the low knowledge of the vast number of people who actually go to the polls. I mean, for example, there was a a piece on TV about uh, West Virginia uh, and uh, a part of Ohio that is in the the, uh, coal belt. Okay, Sam, we'll be right back. Right. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thanks so much, and Sam Blumenfeld's here. Sam, we're talking about, of course, uh, you know, the real problem of um, the election and uh, the, the way the Democrats will pull this off. You know, they only employ the voter fraud in races that are very, very close, where they think it might make a difference. If either they're way ahead or the Republicans' way ahead, they don't bother with it. Right. But, of course, that's what we're looking That's what we're looking at. That's why it happened in the so-called swing states in 2012. 
And, yeah, uh, and that's, that's uh, where, you know, <clears throat> yeah. And that's where they concentrate all their dirty tricks, you know, in those states. But as I was saying when when the last, uh, when we were uh, at the, uh, before the break, is that the coal miners know that Obama wants to destroy the coal industry. And they know that Obama yeah. is working to do that, and many of the mines have closed in uh, in Ohio, and uh, these people are out of work. But they're going to vote for the Democrat because the Republican voted to, uh, uh, did not want to extend uh, employment, uh, unemployment compensation for, what, another two years or something like that? So they're going to still oh vote God, for yeah. a Democrat, which shows you the, the... That's discouraging. Yeah, which shows you the ridiculous mindset of these people. They would, you know, if they're going to be unemployed, they want to at least be compensated by the government, you see. But, uh, and, oh, and even so though they know that Obama is actually, has said he wants to destroy the coal industry in this country. So that's the kind of thing that, yeah. that you have to fight against also. Maybe some of these miners will actually vote Republican. They'll hold their noses and finally vote for a Republican. But we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see what the outcome will be in this uh, in this election. This election is going to teach us an awful lot about uh, what constitutes America today. That is, what kind of people we are. Whether we still ha whether we still can get back, whether we can still restore the constitutional republic that the founding fathers gave us. I mean, that's the whole point, to see if that can happen. And, that if, the, and if the Republicans take control of the Senate, then that's going to be a good sign that, uh, that there is a road back, that we can, um, you know, uh, restore this country to what it once was, you know, the, you know, the great city, a uh, shining city on a hill, and, uh, and instead right. of being what we are today. Another piece of, of bad news is uh, Obama is increasingly dissatisfied with Netanyahu and the Israelis. Uh, I'd say. Yeah. You refer to him by, you know, Chicken S.H. Yes, yes, I read that. Yeah. That's, apparently that's, uh, that's Netanyahu's nickname in the White House. Can you imagine that? Here's a man who has fought on the front lines in wars, his brother was killed in a in a in a in a the Entebbe attack. He right. has spent his entire life fighting, and they call him a chicken, Obama right. of all yeah. people. Can you imagine the the utter you know? I mean, it's it's really a despicable it, thing. It, it, no, it the, the ISIS—they're not you know, But but the thing is, I that, hope that Jews wake up to that. What is it going to take? <laughs> I mean, really. Well, uh, you know, the American people are solidly behind Israel, and certainly the Republicans are, and many Democrats. I mean, there are many Democrats who are very, very pro-Israel. So yeah. uh, Obama's stance does not sit well with the many uh, Democrats, uh, which is good for, for Israel. But uh, I hope so. Yeah. But the thing is, they don't realize that with Hamas on the south 
and Hezbollah in the north, with Syria, you know, completely in the case of, in a state of uh, chaos, with the caliphate uh, threatening Israel, with Iran threatening Israel with with a, a nuclear bomb, that the Israelis cannot withdraw from the West Bank. They simply that would be suicidal to do it. They cannot permit Hamas to occupy the high ground over Tel Aviv and Ben Gurion Airport. They can't do it, you know. And the United States does not believe that. The United States ignores all of that. They ignore the reality of of, of the Middle East the way it is, <clears throat> and they expect Netanyahu to commit uh, to have the Israelis commit suicide. That's all. That's the only way they'll be satisfied. So ridiculous, you know, and uh, and that's why um, Netanyahu is building more uh, apartments in Je- in Jerusalem. Of course. All right, Sam. We'll be right back. You gotta pay attention to the small things, kid. Small things matter. Small problems become big problems. Take a transformer. Rain leaks into a transformer. Insulation system breaks down. Insulation system breaks down. Copper windings overheat. Copper windings overheat. Transformer blows. Transformer blows. Facility goes dark. Facility goes dark. Kid, you don't want to know what happens next. That's why I use Granger. Granger helps keep small problems from turning into big problems. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Joan London, and if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. With one phone call, you'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. It's a free service, so call now. 800-379-2206. author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thanks so much, Sam. You know, let's keep our fingers crossed, and God willing, there'll be a miracle on Tuesday, and the country will be restored. Uh, There's so much at stake right now. uh, Exactly, and of course, if if we win, as we hope we will, We'll really celebrate on Wednesday. That'll be a great oh day my, for, this, for be, your I show. Can, you know. Oh, but please, I can let, hardly let, wait, Sam. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Count the, as you old saying goes, let's not count the eggs until they're in the basket, you know? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, okay. But, but yeah, that, that, that would be huge. There's so much at stake. Obama has an executive order that's going to give amnesty to upwards of 20 million people. Obamacare is going to be kicking in. That's going to throw people off their insurance policies. It's going to cut businesses. There's all, I mean, we're, we're talking, if they leave Harry Reid in place and they leave a, even a hint of victory for Obama, that is going to be a huge setback for this country, one that we're in no position right now to sustain. And if we can stop Obama on Tuesday and take back the Senate and do it with a pretty good margin, then that's going to flip Obama back in his heels, and he will be a lame duck for the next two years because a strong Congress controlled both houses by the Republicans. They, if Obama dares to issue an executive order like that, he'll be impeached. Yes. You know, and yes. they've already said so. 
So I mean, well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. But uh, we're living in dangerous times, you know. And uh, you've got this e- Ebola epidemic, you know, that's uh, taking its toll on the people in Africa, and we're, we have to fight it here. We have what's happening in the, in the Middle East. I mean, even Lebanon now is on the brink of a civil war. And that's in that tiny country, uh, the only country that seems to have emerged with some stability is Egypt, where they have a good uh, anti, uh, right. uh, you know, extremist government, uh, where they were able to get rid of the uh, uh, the Brotherhood, and uh, that's, that's the right. only. And of course, the United States has been very cool to them now. Piece of chocolate cake called you into the kitchen? Has the Dairy Queen sign ever forced your car into the drive through lane? Have you ever had a bag of chips dive off the counter right into your hands? Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, speaking for the I Like How I Look dot com website. Chances are, at some time in your day, you have been and will continue to be the victim of cravings. I like how I look dot com website realizes that you can't hide in your closet all day just to avoid snack attacks. That's why they recommend the Ten Two and a Chew weight loss system. Ten Two and a Chew offers powerful natural appetite suppressants to put cravings on the run. To see a video explaining how it works, just go to I like how I look dot com. They will send you a free sample. Most people notice a difference the very first day. It's much easier to lose weight without those sneaky cravings, so watch the video at ilikehowilook.com. That's ilikehowilook.com. You heard of the KISS system, K-I-S-S. Keep it super simple. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby presenting the simple three-step plan home business system. I really think that the main reason the three-step plan has been able to help so many people build a business working from home is because of its simplicity. If you have a telephone, internet access, and some good old stick to you can make more money working from home. For information, go to 3-STEP-USA or call 800 800- 480-2102. Our turnkey system will give you everything you need to be successful. Many three-step plan members are now in the top 2% of income earners in the nation, and they did it working from home. If you want a better financial future and think you might appreciate the freedom of working from home, we invite you to check out the three-step plan. Go to 3-STEP-USA or call 800-480-2102. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. Hour number two of Chuck Moore Speaks, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, Eastern Standard Time. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391, here at the USA Network. 844-439-1391. My guest this segment is Dr. Richard A. Dio. He is the author of the book, Watch Your Back, 
how the back pain industry is costing us more and giving us less, what you can do to inform and empower yourself in seeking culture and politics of health care work. Uh, Dr. Dua, thanks for joining me this afternoon. You bet. My pleasure. Uh, the, um, the book seems to deal with, first of all, uh, the phenomena of a, um, a health problem, which is obviously quite real, which is back pain, but the development in recent times, probably over the past maybe couple of decades, of a, of a bit of a cottage industry that is calling for various modalities to deal with it. And these modalities are both expensive and highly technical and also not all that beneficial. So could you give us a little bit of a background in terms of how this industry has popped up and what's involved? Yeah, I think your description is probably a fair one. Uh, I think uh, back pain is a common problem. It affects uh, most of us, actually, at some time in our lives. Uh, at least two-thirds of adults are going to have back pain at some point. And uh, we, we've created, I think, an expectation on the part of the public that they should always be pain-free uh, and that there's always a cure for such a problem. And uh, unfortunately, it just doesn't always work that way. Um, what, what we often find is that uh, treatments are proposed that really haven't been well tested in terms of any scientific evidence, uh, but that are highly popular. And uh and we we face a situation where most people are going to improve on their own, so it often seems as if uh, these treatments that we try are really working, uh, and that that uh, just perpetuates things. So so one of my colleagues has done a study that that identified 200 different treatments for back pain that are in the scientific literature, uh, but with mm-hmm. with really minimal evidence for them. So. It, it looks as if what's happened is people have sort of looked at this problem and said, boy, this is common. Everybody gets it. Uh, I might be able to hang out a shingle and make a living by selling some treatment for it. Chances are good. Patients mm. will get better no matter what. So why not give it a try? You know, it's kind of the old, um, you know, snake oil salesman, frankly. I mean, not to use a derogatory term, but, I mean, they're offering a secret potion for a problem that, will eventually, in most cases, resolve itself. And some of those solutions are pretty intense. I mean, we're talking surgery. We're talking intensive pills and drugs that can have very serious side effects. We're talking expensive medical equipment that hospitals are probably spending millions of dollars on, and then they need to justify that cost by using that equipment and uh, sending people through all sorts of modalities. Well, what we're talking about here in most cases is simply uh, muscular pain, or uh, you know, if, if it's a bone issue, then uh, then that's another matter. But uh, you know, it, it's something that that that's usually, as you say, resolvable by itself. Yeah, that, that's certainly true for most people that have acute onset of back pain. That is a recent onset. Probably ninety percent are going to get better on their own. Uh, and it's just a matter of time. It may take weeks, it may take months, but nearly everyone is going to improve over time. On the other hand, there's a, a small fraction of people, just a few percent, who really develop persistent ongoing problems, and it's that small uh, percentage that, that really develop chronic back pain who account for most of the uh, health care use and the, the high costs of back problems. But 
as you said, many of the things that are being tried uh, really do sort of look a lot like snake oil. That's uh, a seemingly derogatory term, and yet uh, a lot of things get uh, put in the marketplace that, that I think could fairly be described as simply untested and, and in some cases unsafe. We might think the FDA pre prevents that from happening, uh, that is, every new drug or every new surgical device that reaches the market's been well tested. Uh, but in fact, uh, I think we have some good examples of drugs that have been recalled and drugs that turned out to have side effects and complications that we didn't know about when they first hit the market. And the same is true for new devices as well that are used for surgery and other types of treatment. So there, there's lots of opportunity for things that are really uh, less than uh, less than highly effective to to get a wide use in the market. So, what what then, therefore, does the consumer do if they are experiencing back pain? I mean, is there? Uh, are, I mean, I, I'm a fan of alternative medicines like chiropractic and um, and whatnot. But I mean, is there anything that that you can recommend or do recommend, um, yeah. Richard, in that in that area? Yeah, well, certainly for people that have acute back pain, uh, that is, again, sort of recent onset, just the last few days or weeks, uh, I guess my message would be reassuring. You're going to get better uh, and very likely to get well over the next matter of weeks or months, no matter what you do. Uh, in the meantime, the, the main order of business is to try to minimize the symptoms. So... Um, uh, using over-the-counter pain medications, uh, using local heat, uh, those kinds of things are often helpful uh, just to sort of see you through while, while the natural healing process goes on. On the other hand, uh, the people who develop uh, the more persistent problems um, may benefit from things like um, chiropractic care or acupuncture or massage, the things that are often called complementary and alternative treatments. They seem to be uh, at least as effective as uh, the more conventional treatments and probably safer in many ways. So so for people right. that are so inclined, I think it's a perfectly reasonable choice. Um, most studies suggest that these things offer relatively short benefits. That's the drawback. Uh, and so I, I think for people with persistent problems, one of the most important uh, keystones of therapy really is to get involved in a rigorous exercise uh, program usually going to be supervised by someone at the outset, but, but exercise really seems to be the mainstay of uh, improving the persistent problems. Right, so then it's really a matter of, um, I mean, I know that um, back in the day when I was, uh, I used to be a waiter, you know, after high school, and I would carry heavy trays. Um, my, yeah. my whole side and my back was in a lot of pain for a while because I'd be working these long hours and I'd be using certain muscles over other muscles. So, you know, there was an overcompensation. And I think that um, maybe a lot of uh, back pain has to do with whatever avocation you might be involved in at any given time. You know, sometimes people experience back pain after having driven from Boston to New York or whatever, you know, for sitting in the car for five hours, you're going to get some back pain. You might get some stiffness. So, I mean, in a way, these things are natural. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, in many cases, it's just impossible to know exactly what the cause of the pain is, and that's, of course, one of the reasons why it's so challenging to come up with treatments that are uh, really uniquely effective. 
but I think you're right. In many cases, it's a matter of muscle use and uh, uncomfortable or unusual muscle use uh, with certain activities, uh, holding certain postures like the driving situation for long periods of time, uh, and you get muscle tightness that uh, is sometimes hard to resolve. Uh, but in most cases, again, that sort of uh, acute onset of back pain is likely to improve on its own, uh, and there really is just sort of a natural healing process that involves the muscles and the ligaments. Uh, so I think it's important for people not to panic and assume they're going to be disabled by the problem, because in most cases it really is going to improve on its own with just simple symptomatic measures. Right, and, uh, you know, the the, first, the last absolute last resort reaction should be, to um, to see a doctor, you know, wait a while. Um, you know, there are some simple exercises that I think contribute to to a reduction in pain, and one of them is that so many of us, especially this day, these day, these times with the computer and and whatnot, we tend to sit for long, long hours without getting up. You know, we tend to it tends to leave. I think it puts the body in a position where it becomes almost frozen in place. And that's going to result in a, uh, yeah, muscle contraction, perhaps, or just a, a tightening of the muscles. And uh, and it seems to me that a common sense solution, and this has been said to me by uh, people who are involved with things like personal training, um, is to just get up every maybe hour and a half, every hour, and just stretch or walk around. Some people actually have their computers now set up so that they can work on it while standing. And other same such things because it's just a matter of basic. Uh, these things are really a matter of basic common sense. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot uh, that's true about that, and and I agree. I think the uh, these standing workstations that are becoming popular are probably going to be really helpful. Uh, it, it in many ways is unnatural for us to sit for long periods of time, and yet that's what most of us do. Uh, certainly, what I do uh, when I go to work. Uh, is to sit in front of a computer for, for hours. And uh, you're quite right. It, it's really important to get up and move around. Uh, if, if you're sitting that length of time, it's, it's wise to be up and moving around every hour or so. And a uh, standing workstation, as, as an option at least, is uh, an awfully good idea for most people. Right. So in other words, you know, th- these are just, uh, you know, in a sense you're looking at the natural use of the body and, uh it is it is using your body more. I mean, uh, you know, schools now no longer have recesses. You know, in the old days, we used to be able to go out after lunch and just get some fresh air and stretch and, and play, perhaps toss a ball around for, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes. Now that's gone. So, sure, young people are getting fatter and they're getting various pains that they might not have had before. We're all squeezed into these little desks all day, and there's not a lot of movement. Kids are driven back and forth from school now because people are afraid to let them be out alone, whereas we used to walk, you know, for for a a half a mile, a mile to and from school. We no longer do the walking that we used to do. So, I mean, I would think that a lot of the increase in back pain to the degree that that's happening has to do with a, a concomitant phenomena of a decrease in simple use of our own bodies, you know, in in the course of everyday activity. Yeah, you know, I think your your description is a, a good one of sort of modern society. Sedentariness is really uh, hard to avoid in many ways. And, uh, uh, of course, kids are spending more time in the classroom. 
uh, they spend more time in front of computer screens playing games and so forth. Uh, a lot of concern about that. As adults, we often spend uh, hours in front of the TV set. Uh, so in many ways, we've become a very sedentary society. Uh, as you point out, we, we ride our cars everywhere, and we've stopped walking by and large. And uh, all of these things really contribute to a very sedentary lifestyle, makes it easy to gain weight, uh, easy for muscles to get deconditioned, and uh, probably create situations that are easier for back pain to become a problem. So uh, while the, the incidence of back pain is high already, it, it may sort of be aggravated by our, our modern lifestyle. Exactly. So we're talking here about common sense, basic things that uh, that result that we can take a look at from simply looking at how we are functioning right now. Okay, uh, my guest is Dr. Richard Dio. We are going to take a brief break here. Watch your back. Available on the bookstores. We'll be right back. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Owning and caring for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Tune up the furnace, clean the gutters, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, plumbers, whatever type of home pro you need. And HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. And because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Friend, this is Pat Boone with a pretty good idea on how you can earn extra money in your spare time and while you're doing it, help provide food for starving children. You heard me. Now you can earn money for your family and provide meals for hungry children all at the same time. Why don't you check out usagoodness.com. Get more information on starting a new home business. You'll feel great earning extra money to help the family budget, but you'll feel even better knowing that your work is actually saving lives. Go to usagoodness.com or call toll-free 800-301-6177. Again, 800-301-6177. You can earn some extra money for your family while helping other families in dire need of food and provision. 
or usagoodness.com, and you can tell them Pat Boone gave you the number. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy, or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit, My name is Ron Legrand, and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and leave your information, I'll send you the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclosure Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-970-6156. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-970-6156 now. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and I'm joined by Richard A. Deo, M.D. He's the author of Watch Your Back, How the Back Pain Industry is Costing Us More and Giving Us Less. Richard, we talked about some practical issues around back pain. I'd like you to address some of the politics of this. Um, the uh, you mentioned that uh, there's been a huge proliferation in recent decades of uh, of almost a back pain industry uh, to deal with back pain through the use of dangerous drugs and and uh, operations and and whatnot. Talk a bit more on that and talk about what we can do to challenge that. Yeah, well, there, there's there's a, a big industry that's developed around treating pain in general, uh, and back pain is probably the most common part of that. And uh, in some ways, it seems as if um, uh, large companies, the drug companies and device companies, are are almost taking advantage of patients. Uh, that is, promising cures, uh, sort of over promising what what we actually can do for patients. So. Again, it it sometimes feels like advertising and the media create the impression that everyone can and should be pain-free all the time, when in fact that's rarely the case for most of us. And and the treatments that we have are really not uh, permanent cures in any sense. So um, I guess one good example of this is the development of new narcotic painkillers, opiate-type pain medications, they have been uh, widely promoted to doctors and uh, aggressively uh, advocated by some of the manufacturers, and yet uh, what we've seen is a quadrupling of sales of these things, uh, but at the same time a, a quadrupling of admissions to addiction therapy programs and a quadrupling of deaths that are related to opioid overdoses. So. Uh, these things are not benign and, and often are disappointing in terms of their actual benefits. They may give, uh, again, short-term relief, uh, but in the long run they sem- seem to lose their effectiveness, uh, and that can leave people dependent on the medications and yet still having pain. So it's, it's an example where uh, promotion and marketing have uh, perhaps pushed us beyond what, what the real benefits of the medication are, uh, and uh, and patients are sort of suffering as a result. 
there are other examples. There are other drugs like Vioxx that many people may recall was on the market for a short time uh, and uh, then withdrawn because it actually increased the risk of heart attacks. That was something that wasn't right. clear when it touched the market, uh, and the medication had to be recalled. Uh, so, so it's often um, wise to be cautious about things that are, are brand new because we often don't really understand everything about them when they when they do hit the market. Oh yeah, I mean there are a lot of examples of that. Fenfen for diet was another one. Uh, a lot of my fellow radio talk show hosts took it as part of the. Um, marketing campaign turned out that it caused heart problems very very yeah, very bad pulled off the market yeah exactly uh that's the sort of thing that that unfortunately happens all too often and uh you know the the, the claim to fame for Vioxx, for example really was that it, it was thought to cause less in the way of side effects than other medications not that it was necessarily more effective uh but it, but in fact it turned out to be less safe in the long run uh, so we, we had an expensive drug uh, that had little advantage in, in terms of effectiveness over older drugs, but, but more serious risks. What about Doan's pills? <laughs> what about Doan's pills? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, there, there's some old things like that that have uh, old-fashioned remedies uh, like um, aspirin and uh, acetaminophen, which is the, the same ingredient in Tylenol, uh, things like that, that that are actually useful. They're over-the-counter medications that, that uh, in some ways don't get no respect, uh, but that actually are quite helpful. Um, uh, medications like uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, ibuprofen and the like, uh, are actually a good choice for many people that are having back problems. Well, that's good to know. Anyway, let people know how they can get the book, Richard. Yeah, well, the book is available through uh, most of the booksellers. Uh, it's available on Amazon. Uh, it's available at uh, Cornell University Press, which is uh, uh, the publisher. Uh, it's available through my website, uh, which is just richarddo.com. Uh, so there, there are plenty of outlets, and uh, it's available in many bookstores as well. Excellent. Richard, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Very interesting and important interview. Thank you. Thank you. All right, take care. So that's uh, Dr. Richard. That's Dr. Richard Dio. Sorry about that. Author yep. of Watch Your Back, How the Back Pain Industry is Costing Us More and Giving Us Less and what you can do to inform and empower yourself in seeking uh, available at major bookstores, available at Amazon, at, at uh, Barnes & Noble, Cornell Publisher. Anyway, please stay tuned. We'll be back. with a pretty good idea on how you can earn extra money in your spare time and while you're doing it, help provide food for starving children. You heard me. Now you can earn money for your family and provide meals for hungry children all at the same time. Why don't you check out usagoodness.com. Get more information on starting a new home business. You'll feel great earning extra money to help the family budget, but you'll feel even better knowing that your work is actually saving lives. Go to usagoodness.com or call toll-free 800 301 
800-301-6177. Again, 800-301-6177. You can earn some extra money for your family while helping other families in dire need of food and provision. 800-301-6177 or usagoodness.com and you can tell them Pat Boone gave you the number. Hi, I'm Joan London, and if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591, Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and um, I'd like to mention that um, my uh, my Tidbits is available. I'm very excited to be rolling this out in partnership with Tidbits. What this is is a daily commentary written by me, usually about this program, in fact, almost exclusively about this program, uh, that uh, just as my thoughts, usually I write it after the show and uh, just convey whatever I was thinking at the time, maybe didn't get into for various reasons. It's sort of an insider look at the program. And it's also something that you get exclusively emailed to you every day through my partners at Tidbits. And included in that email, you get the podcast of this program. So uh, I'm pleased to roll this out. Go to Tidbits, T-I-D-B-I-T-T-S. And put in Talk Radio Show Notes Podcast, and you'll see it come up. Or just go to the political section, and you'll see uh, my um, my podcast come up, my show come up. Uh, it's only ninety nine cents a month. You can cancel it at any time. The first month is free. So um, I'm hoping to uh, build a little bit of a following uh, on that, um, sort of as a way to further enhance my. My presence, my media, my, I'll be like Howard Stern, <laughs> king of all media. Anyway, uh, the most I think that this election coming up on Tuesday is the most important election in modern, in modern times because it is an opportunity to uh, slow down the authoritarian and socialistic movement that Obama is spearheading to a degree that is more open and more lethal than any president in American history. Obama shows nothing but contempt for this country and for the welfare of the American people. He is, I I think that Dinesh D'Souza had it quite right when he spoke of Obama as being of a neo-colonialist mindset. 
which is to say that he views the United States as a colonialist power, as a settler nation uh, that it suppresses so-called indigenous people. I mean, what should we do, give Manhattan Island back to the Native Americans? Um, and that there is some kind of a great crime involved with that, 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 that we owe something to the rest of the world. It's not fair that West African nations are getting Ebola. Why shouldn't we get it? It's not fair that uh, Christianity is dominant in the United States. Why not give some advantage to Muslims, right, of which his father was one? It's not fair, capitalism, because it takes money away from other people, allegedly, which is the great conspiracy lie of Marxism. So what should we do? We should redistribute it and give pieces of that money to others um, who did nothing to earn it. Uh, and the result is that we now have, it's also not fair that Americans are w w were settled and the republic was established by white Europeans, mainly from Great Britain, and that uh, they, they built their civilization on the backs of, of black slaves while slaughtering and, and wiping out the native uh, indigenous people. Now, these are, it's a very, very malevolent and negative view of history, of course, and it's mostly untrue. But that view means that it's not fair, so therefore we should let uh, tens, 20 million people who have no history in the United States just come in here because we because they want to. Talk about settlers, by the way. Wouldn't the Hispanics coming into the United States be settlers? Right? They weren't here before. Aren't they settlers? I mean, unless I suppose you think that um, southwestern United States is, um, is part of Mexico. Well, what about Chicago? What about New York? What about Boston? Anyway, we'll be right back. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse, is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Morse Speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the, the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the On Demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator. 
that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. With a pretty good idea on how you can earn extra money in your spare time, and while you're doing it, help provide food for starving children. You heard me. Now you can earn money for your family and provide meals for hungry children all at the same time. Why don't you check out usagoodness.com. Get more information on starting a new home business. You'll feel great earning extra money to help the family budget, but you'll feel even better knowing that your work is actually saving lives. Go to usagoodness.com or call toll-free 800-301-6177. Again, 800-301-6177. You can earn some extra money for your family while helping other families in dire need of food and provision. 800-301-6177 or usagoodness.com and you can tell them Pat Boone gave you the number. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. So here we have it. Less than a week before Election Day, Democrats are even avoiding saying the word Obama. And uh, by conventional standards, things look good for Republicans. It looks like the Republicans stand a very good chance of taking back the, uh, the U.S. Senate. And even maybe by some pretty good margins. You never know. It also looks like Republicans are going to uh, advance their numbers in the House and uh, I think at least hold on to state houses, governorships. Uh, here in Massachusetts, there is a very good possibility, keeping my fingers crossed, it would be a miracle, that uh, Charlie Baker, the Republican, could win. And by the way, let me just say, maybe on and off the record, that I've met Charlie Baker uh, in the past uh, as a candidate myself and that he is more conservative and more Republican than he lets on publicly. Don't forget, we're talking Massachusetts. Uh, Scott Brown has a real shot at becoming the next senator from New Hampshire. I've also met Scott Brown. Scott Brown actually sponsored an event that... uh, of which I was the host back in 2004. Uh, not a bad guy, you know. It would be very, very good to see him win there. Jean Shaheen is really an Obama hack. She's uh, an Obama puppet. She voted with Obama 99% of the time, and you notice during the debate she wouldn't even endorse him. What a phony. And then she has that, sh- that, that, that shrew, Elizabeth Warren, going up and campaigning for her. You know, it's interesting to note here in Massachusetts, I don't know if this is going on elsewhere, but Charlie Baker has been racked over the coals for getting a salary of $1.5 million from his uh, CEO of um, Harvard Pilgrim, a company that he saved. And this is after several years of 
working very intensely to do so. And this is a big deal is being made out of this by Martha Coakley. How despicable. You know, I mean, and, and, and this in spite of the fact that Deval Patrick, our present left-wing governor, is worth $30 billion, and that phony Elizabeth Warren is worth about $15 million. We'll be right back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law, this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. This is from the, today's Wall Street Journal. Uh, this is from Charles Lipson. He's a columnist with the journal. Obama's post-election policy blowout. Decisions on immigration, Iran, and other hard issues that were delayed for political reasons will be coming soon. By the way, another one that they're waiting until after the election is releasing the, releasing the Bo Bergdahl report. We might remember Bo Bergdahl was traded for five Taliban leaders um, and was accused of being a deserter. Well, that report, we're not going to find out what happened until after the election on that one either. Hmm. wonder why. With the midterm election looming, the White House has delayed controversial decisions and appointments. That makes sense politically. The administration doesn't want to force Senator Kay Hagan of North Carolina, Senator Mark Pryor of Arkansas, Michelle Nunn, who is running for the U.S. Senate in Georgia, or other embattled Democrats to defend presidential actions right now, or worse, to oppose them publicly. But as soon as the voting is done, perhaps after runoffs in Louisiana and Georgia, several big shoes will drop. Here are the most likely. Immigration. How many millions will the president let in? On what terms? One hint. The Department of Homeland Security recently ordered more than 4 million green cards and visas for next year and says it might order another 29 million for future years. The cards would give immigrants who are here illegally the right to continue living and working in the United States legally and perhaps receive a variety of federal and state benefits. Should the president unilaterally issue these cards, there will be a brutal debate over the wisdom of this policy whether it extends to welfare benefits, and whether the president has the constitutional authority to issue so many cards without congressional approval. The next U.S. Attorney General. The president wants a crusader on progressive causes and a reliable firewall to protect him, just like Eric Holder has done. Rumor has it that he wants Labor Secretary Tom Perez, who has been the point man on racial preferences. 
Mr. Perez's most controversial and constitutionally questionable position is his support for disparate impact as a measure of discrimination. According to this theory, if fewer blacks or Hispanics are hired than their percentage of the relevant population, quote, then the employer must have discriminated even if all hiring procedures were fair and racially neutral. If the president nominates Mr. Perez, expect a nasty confirmation fight. Even if the president nominates someone less controversial, tough hearings are almost certain. Keystone XL Pipeline. Given, the, given his druthers, the president almost certainly would prefer to kill the project to, then appease his, and appease his environmental supporters. But he won't do that before the final votes are tallied for Louisiana Senator Mary Landrieu, who is running for re-election. She is in favor of the project, and her campaign hinges on the perception that as chairwoman of the Senate Energy Committee, she actually affects policy. Bergdahl. The Pentagon has completed a long-delayed report on Army Sergeant Bo Bergdahl, but won't tell us what it says. Sergeant Bergdahl walked away from his unit in Afghanistan, was taken in by the Taliban, and was finally swapped for five Taliban leaders who were detained at Guantanamo Bay. If Sergeant Bergdahl is found to have deserted his post, the report will be bad news for the White House. People will ask why the president gave up so much for a turncoat, and why the president held a rose garden celebration to mark Sergeant Bergdahl's return. Iraq and Syria. No one knows what the president will do with regard to the Islamic State. In fact, it is now virtually impossible to tell who our friends are, since America's opposition to ISIS, a Sunni group, makes the U.S. effectively a partner of its Shiite opponents in Tehran and Damascus. The Saudis, who lead the Sunni coalition, are livid or wonder if the U.S. has switched sides in the Persian Gulf, flipping from its longtime partnership with Saudi Arabia to a de facto one with Iran. Everyone wonders what the president's strategy really is and whether he will stick to it after the election. Iran. This is the big enchilada. If the president cuts a major deal on Iran's nuclear weapons program, which will surely include major concessions on U.S. economic sanctions, he will face a storm of controversy among the public and on Capitol Hill. Worse, Obama might refuse to submit the deal to Congress, claiming that it is an agreement and not a treaty requiring Senate approval. That could generate a constitutional crisis. So there you have it. That's a fantastic <clears throat> list of uh, executive, sort of executive order type things that we might expect seeing do coming down the pike after the election. It's so typical. It's so political. You know, the most dangerous time, in a way, whether Obama wins or loses, is going to be the lame duck period for Congress when all this stuff could happen. Anyway, we'll be right back. Ready to create your own income with your own home-based business where there's no such thing as getting laid off? If a billionaire entrepreneur spent five years and $20 million searching for the next big trend, wouldn't you want to know what he found? If you're serious about making money from home without having to leave home, then write this down. www.goherenext.com. You decide your income. Goherenext.com. Have you ever thought about saying goodbye to your job? Just walking into your boss and saying, I quit. 
And how would you like to commute to work without ever leaving your home? If a billionaire entrepreneur spent five years and $20 million searching for the next big trend, wouldn't you want to know what he found? If you're serious about making money from home without having to leave home, then write this down. www.goherenext.com. You decide your income. Get the facts now. GoHereNext.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thanks so much. And uh, again, I'd like to thank Dr. Richard Deo for joining me. And of course, Sam Blumenfeld for joining me earlier. Um, check out my tidbit, my daily email um, commentary and podcast. Only 99 cents a month. If you'd like more information, go to the blog site, the free blog site. That's um, Chuck Moore Speaks. Or go to Tidbits, T-I-D-B-I-T-T-S, and put in my name, and Chuck Morse, or talk show, show or, or talk radio show notes podcast, and you shall see the um, the subscription come up. Also, my books are available at Amazon or Amazon Kindle. Just go to Amazon or Amazon Kindle and put my name in the server. Chuck Morse, Morse like Morse code, M-O-R-S-E, and you'll see 11 books come up, uh, all of which are full-length books. My latest book, which deals with anti-Semitism, is uh, hopefully will be published soon. It's finished at 90,000 words, uh, and uh, I'm just looking for a publisher. I don't want to self-publish this one. I'd like to get a real publisher behind it, but uh, that that's not easy. But uh, you can check out my published books, again, at Amazon or Amazon Kindle. All I can say is uh, let's get out and vote on Tuesday. As the Irish in Boston like to use to like to say, vote early and vote often. <laughs> anyway, get out and vote for Republicans. Let's save the country. Whether you like these people or not, we have to take back the Senate. We can't leave it in the hands of Harry Reid and Barack Obama. That's only going to embolden them. Every election matters. This idea of, of letting evil come in so that good will happen later. I don't know where it, the, in the Bible it says that, let alone it, it makes no common sense. We have to support the lesser of evils because we support less evil. <laughs> I mean, it's just that simple. So get out and vote and vote your conscience. Do what you think is best for the country. Vote Republican. Anyway, I shall return, God willing, tomorrow at the usual time, 10 a.m. You're listening, of course, to... USA Network, uh, and also, yeah, check out this article in the Wall Street Journal. It really lays out the um, the situation. It's in the opinion page. Obama's post-election policy blowout. Uh, this is by uh, uh, Charles Lipson. Anyway, thanks again, and I shall return God willing tomorrow at 10 a.m. Right here at the USA Network. Have a good day, everybody. Special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432 
1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. 